Erin the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison King. I read such a great, a great quote earlier today. And it said, every time you judge someone, you reveal a part of yourself that needs healing. Mm. And I... That's deep. Oh. You know how a lot of times they say nowadays, <laughs> the youth of the world say, it's just not that deep. Well, this is deep. Yeah, girl. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. I try to stay up to snuff on my... I know. You do really well because you have 17-year-old mm-hmm. boys in your house all the time. Mm-hmm. And a college daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. And I was thinking... I mean, it brought me back to times when I remember all my insecurities and just how pathetic they played out. Mm. We just... Well, I don't like that she used the word pathetic. Oh, it looked pretty pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just. Don't put my friend down. Okay. Okay. I'll beat you up. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's disappointing for sure. Yeah. And maybe a little bit of a little chagrin, a little embarrassment when we think back to some of the things that we've done or the ways that we responded that were out of our own insecurity in the moment. I really got caught up in it yesterday, and I was thinking, huh, I, like, I started to feel really, like you said, shameful or, you know, embarrassed, and then it was like, no, 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 be proud of how far you've come that you can recognize that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, I think oftentimes when we're in that judgy zone, uh-huh. <laughs> we can come across as a little holier than thou. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already have a picture in my mind. Thank you. <laughs> so so the, I wanted to read the definition of like holier than thou. Because I, I looked it up. Having or showing the annoying attitude of people who believe that they are morally better than other people. Okay. So that's what I think of. But I was reading 1 Peter 1.13. And this is what brought this whole thing up. It says, so roll up your sleeves. Obviously, this is the message translation. Yeah. (laughs) Get your head in the game. Be totally ready to receive the gift that's coming when Jesus arrives. Don't lazily slip back into those old grooves of evil, doing just what you feel like doing. You didn't know any better then. You do now. Ooh, snap, right? Mm -hmm. As obedient children, let yourselves be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. God said, I am holy, you be holy. And I was like, it was that, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. And all that would come to my mind is holier than thou, people. (laughs) And so it sent me down this rabbit hole of like, what does godly holiness look like you know because what do you melissa just what do you think of when when i say well she's just so holy or she's just holier than that i mean do you think negative or positive i think i think negative haughty yeah i think someone looking down their nose at you or passive aggressively sharing a scripture and they don't actually share the scripture. They just share like a little zinger line from the scripture. Right. Um, that's what I think of. Yeah. It's definitely, it does not, I do not think of a compliment. No. Right. If <laughs> So like, I mean, what most, yeah, pious, saintly, righteous attitude, a little superficial, you a know, a little superficial. <laughs> 
exactly. Or a lot superficial, super judgy judge. Um, Rue. Rue. <laughs> so I, I looked up the Hebrew word for holy means separate or set apart. And I love that because you know how I love to say, if we're following the world, we ain't doing anything right because we need to, if we look like everybody else, we need to reevaluate something's not right. So when we're blazing with holiness, I love that. Now I love it. It made me uncomfortable before. It's like, I don't want to be holy. Yeah, but what'd you do? Okay. You dug in to see, see what made you uncomfortable. That's right. We're set, when we are blazing with holiness, we are set apart from the world. And that is a good thing. So, I so don't holy know. is good if we're doing it the right way. I don't know if you know that I actually got a necklace engraved with the Hebrew um, symbol or word holy. <gasps> I, and this was back in... What? Yeah, this was back in um, late February, early March. And I was like, <gasps> what? Because holy really kept coming to me and God kept saying, holy, holy, you're set apart. And it Did felt, you know set apart? Like holy? Had you like looked that up? I had to look it up because okay. it was just so, like it was really not resonating in a good place with me. Yeah. But someone, we think of it as like, oh. Yeah. But the way so someone holy. explained it was, you know, you have your China, because if I say I'm set apart, it seems like I'm snobby right. if I say I'm holy. But the truth is, no, each one of us is holy and set apart for a particular purpose. That's right. It's like, you don't go ask your cup to serve the pasta. <laughs> True. <laughs> your job is to... I mean, I don't even talk to myself utensils. Oh, well, it's really fun. You should try I... it. <laughs> Sorry, do you not watch Beauty and the Beast? They sing and dance. I know. I did actually think about Beauty and the Beast and teapot or tea kettle or whatever she is. That is so cool. Well, I mean, it's amazing when you look at it and you really think about it. Like the world again, the world has messed up wholly for us, right? People. We're the world. Shocking. You add people to the mix, and it gets a little messy. A little messy. A little dirty. And I'm not saying that I've always gotten this right. I am sure there have been many times I've come across, like, and seemed holier than thou. Yeah. 100%. Um, But, you know, when we're set apart, when we are different from the world, then others see, they sense a distinct difference, like, in us who know Christ. They may not even be able to describe it. Right. Or understand it or know what it is, but people are drawn to you. They're drawn to your Jesus, girl. And that's when we're, that's when we know we're set apart. It's like in holiness, it's like we're growing and we're maturing spiritually. Notice I say growing, not we grow. Yeah. Because we never stop. Yeah. Until you (laughs) hit the ground. Maturing because we're not going to mature. We're just have to to keep on trying, right? We're... Not perfection, but growth. And it's so it's not remaining a baby, an infant, or I, I always, my brother ran track. Uh-huh. Like, thank goodness he never sat in the blocks. So at the beginning of the race, they stick their feet in blocks. Yeah. And brace them up, and then they take off. But we can't stay in the blocks and run the race. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. We, we have to actually leave the blocks, and so we have to grow up and... That takes a maturing and a growing spiritually. 
um, of our heart and our mm. soul and our mind and with disciplines. I think when uh, I had put the world's spin on holy or what I would think as holy before we chatted when before I really sat on this for a while back in um, early spring is I would imagine somebody that is always put together that gosh I mean I have a visual in mind but I'm not going to go there um that is just shaking their head all the time and always praying for you (laughs) oh yeah the word that keeps coming to my mind is unapproachable yeah if I'm thinking of like what the world what the world portrays as that kind of holier than thou or holy person um it's like they're unapproachable because there's no kindness there's no grace there's just judgment and that is not of God at all and then when I think of the other thing like we should be holy like he says um at the end in 13 God said I am holy you be holy then my other response is like I cannot be holy that is not in me Mm. and he's like yeah you're right you have to have me Mm -hmm. but with me you can and you can do it the right way like the right the way that it's I intended it for yeah and then it's inviting and it's gracious and it is contagious yeah and like people are drawn to you like a magnet people were drawn to Jesus um, the only people that were running away from Jesus was after he, you know, like... Were the demons. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the pigs. And then the people that witnessed it were like, oh, we out. No, please yeah. go. Get on the boat. Bye. <laughs> but I, I imagine when we are set apart and we're, when we're living with Jesus, you know, in tandem with Jesus and with him in our hearts and our minds and meditating on what he wants for us in that day, there's so much freedom and there really is joy. Agreed. So much freedom. I was thinking about that, that on the way over here. Freedom is such a word. I mean, that word has been coming up over and over again. Just in my heart, in mm-hmm. my readings, and my meditations. Just there is so much freedom in the letting go. But I really thought that Christianity was rules. And like, you yes. can't have fun. You can't do this. You know, all the can't, can't, can'ts. Right. It's like, no, actually, I haven't really experienced that. Yeah. <laughs> There's, it actually is. It makes me think about the scripture, um, you know, like, follow me, my burden is light, blah, blah, blah. And um, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sorry, I always blah, blah, blah scripture. But I worked at a church one time and they like stopped the meeting. They said, did you just yada, yada, God's word? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of holier than were they, thou. Yeah, I was going to say, were they being a little holier than thou? Um, sorry, but because I don't know it all by heart, and y'all know what I mean. I don't have time to go into all the things. But it is so true. If we could stay focused on that, really, there it isn't a burden. Well, what is a burden is carrying, being the light in such a dark world sometimes. It feels, it feels heavy. But yeah. it's, it's not a burden. And it's tiring, but that's mm-hmm. why God also says, come to me and rest. And he, he does make it easier for us. So in 1 Peter 1.15, it says, be holy in all you do, which is basically obey the word of God. That's what that means. And I try to do that. Right. <laughs> do you, I mean, I don't always get it just right. But I do know, I mean, obeying the word of God because... 
again, I try to take over. It's when I, that's when I don't get it right. Is when I'm trying to be the good person, to think the right things, to pray the right things, to do the right things. And then I let my stuff get in the way and I mess it up. Yes. You know, it's and your it intention, right? Yes. Your, your heart is like, well, what, what should I be doing? What are they expecting of me? Well, then it suddenly becomes, someone put it to me like this. Um, if you're expecting someone, something, you're not doing kindness, you're doing business at that point. Because it's an interaction. Good. That's good. It's so true. Yeah. Well, that, so obeying the word of God is one way that we live a holy life daily. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to start using this. Like, I'll, Lord, I'm a, I want this to be my breath prayer, I think. I want this word to, I want to reclaim this word in my heart and in my mind and get the world's definition out of it. Like, Lord, help me be holy today. Help me live holy. Mm. I would never have prayed that before. Mm. Yeah, because it's you just would so think interesting. you'd have to be staunch and haughty. Yeah, or that it's not possible for me. Like, or that I'm trying to be, because I'm asking God to make me holy, that I'm trying to be holier than thou. And I, and I don't want to be, right? And so I'm gonna, I want to reclaim that word. Girl, I'm putting my fist down on the table. My breath prayer is normally, oh, we don't need a felony today. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes into the second way that we can live a holy daily life is to run from temptation. <laughs> In 2 Timothy 2, 22, he says, flee the evil desires. We don't need a felony today. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, That's funny. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. So if we are obeying God's word, and we run from temptation, <laughs> which could be anything. 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 Yeah. I mean, it could be a thought pattern. It yes. doesn't even have to be an action. Right. It can be a thought. I know. It's really hard for me. <laughs> I know. I always think those don't count because I'm not actually saying or doing anything out loud. But they do count because our thought world is coming from somewhere. Do you want to know how I... Um, Give it to me. You want to know the loophole? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. In this moment, I want to say blah, 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 but I won't because I'm your child. (laughs) (laughs) Because please make me holy today. (laughs) I do say that. So you get to say it out loud. What I want to do right now, I don't, like, I say it in my head to Uh him, but I'm like, God, do you know what I really want to do right now? Like, I was on my way here, and this girl pulls out into the traffic her car is halfway in in traffic and she's just staring at us like smiling thinking you have to stop and i thought nah girl not today (laughs) (laughs) i'm just looking for a new fender (laughs) anyway oh my gosh i love you y'all see how much fun she is in my life like we just have so much fun not today girl (laughs) (laughs) well i think This third thing, because you know we like to do things in threes. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) On living a holy life daily is near and dear to my heart. And it's, you know, Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world. Mm, That's a heavy one these days, girl. Heavy. But that, remember number one, obey the word of God. This is the word of God. Do not be conformed to this world. And so to live a holy life daily, we have to disconnect from the world, which is why like when you mentioned before about not answering your phone last week, was that last week? Or... Oh, 
It was last week. Yeah, yeah but I yeah. don't ever answer my phone. Not answering don't take your offense, phone. friends. <laughs> I love that because that is an easy way just to not be a slave to. I just think it, of it as the world because they they make us feel as if we have to respond to everything instantly. You yeah. know, um, so disconnecting from the world, and I just want to ask you today, like, how do you disconnect from the world? Oh, and the answer cannot be Netflix. No, that doesn't count. Oh, what about a book? Because that is the world. Netflix is the world. What about a book? Um, What kind of book? Uh, I got a beach read. No. Like this little silly fiction story just to numb my mind a little bit. Yeah. I don't think that's it. I think disconnecting from the world. I mean, let's talk about that. Like we need a break from life and there's certain ways, you know, to relax and to do that. But I think when it says disconnect from the world I, I I think it's everything and sitting in stillness Sabbath quiet in my garden and you're that is disconnecting from the world oh I did that for hours the other day that is doing it taking a walk with you out your dang airpods people yeah I know does anybody this. take a walk without their airpods anymore I, I don't, okay I will say I've seen one person. I never walk with AirPods. Do you want to know why? Because it's dangerous. Right. Hello, friends. Get your taser. Drop the AirPods. Well, I live near a place where everybody walks. So I see a lot of people. And in seven years of living here, I've seen one person. She was actually walking and reading a book. Whoa, holding a book and uh-huh. reading? Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's not real trappy where we are, right? Like I know, it's, but still, it's a lot of moving. Her yeah. eyes must be really good. A real, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do it. But I, I, was, I stopped her and I said, I just want to say, good job. Yeah. Like, amazing. This makes me, you make me so happy just seeing someone not listening to their phone. Or talking to or somebody. Or talking. Yeah. Like, it is a great time to talk. I'd walk a lot and talk to you when we're catching up. But I find other ways to disconnect from the right. world. So, yes. Think about this week how you can implement a disconnect into your life. Okay, I have an easy one. Okay, great. In the morning, grab your cup of coffee, leave your phone in your room, mm-hmm. sit out front. Yes. Sip on your coffee, listen to the birds. Look, this doesn't have to be an all-day thing or even no. an hour. Do it for 10 minutes. Yep. And just sit there with the... I mean... Be grateful. Look around. Is the sun streaming through the leaves yeah. of the tree? And which one? And is there a baby bird in the nest? And I don't know. That it's, sounds really dorky. It's kind but of addicting, actually. It is. I love it so much. It's like, I just need to get out there away from all the people and all the noise. Yes. Yeah. It is addicting. I mean, I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. And so if you'll just start implementing that, even if you find that 10 minutes is really difficult, start with five. Yep. But just step away from everything, from the dishes in the kitchen, mm-hmm. from the laundry, take a walk without those things, disconnect from the world. I promise. Like somebody else will answer the phone if, you know, in case of emergency. Right, and go this week and try to be holy as thou, oh. not then thou. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yes blazing with holiness. That's how we want you to live your life. I'm going for it. And I'm going to start reclaiming that word holy. So really, it's through that intentional study and that discipline 
of going to God, learning his word, sitting with him, prayer, Bible reading, going to church, finding a place to serve, sitting in solitude, scripture meditation, all of these things keep us grounded and connected to the word of God, help us to run from temptation and find that desire to step away from the world and connect Mm. with him and disconnect from the world. Oh, freedom. Do you want to share about sharing your story? Yes. Me? Okay. Hey, guys, so here's the deal. (laughs) We're really bad at interviews. We've decided. We've tried it. Things have fallen through numerous times. Yeah. Uh, We're lucky we can get ourselves together. So we want to hear from you, though. And so many people have said, I want to share my story on the podcast. Here's what we're doing. You can go to our website. You can click on share my story and send us an email and we're going to share your story at the beginning of our podcast. We'd love to hear from you and uh, website centerinthesaint.com. You can't miss it. All right. Tell us all about it. Yay. We can hardly wait. And we'll also let you know if we're going to share your story. That too. So you can be listening and share it with your friends, but we really do want to share your story. So send it our way and it's on the very front page. Scroll under our picture and says share your story. Super easy to find. All right. We want to hear from you. Yes. Thanks for joining us this week on the Center in the Sun.